Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Kids' mental health. In fact, you remember this now. In Canada, teens are admitted to hospital admitted to hospital for suicide attempts more than any other age group. Some accounts saying as many as a quarter of all suicide attempts Admissions are for teens. Not trying to depress you today. But this is hugely important. It's the next generation of people who will make this country function. Michael Swagstra is a Manitoba high school teacher. He's an op-ed writer. He's a speaker. And he's the author of What's Wrong With Our Schools and Sage on the Stage. Michael, thank you for joining us. So we hear these statistics, and statistics can be cold. Studies can be set aside. Lives can't. We hear these statistics about kids and suicide. Are you shocked when you hear that based on the environment that you've been in for years? Unfortunately, I'm not shocked. Uh, the, we know that mental health among young people is a major issue. Uh, we are certainly more attuned to it than, than we once were. Uh, I think there's a number of factors that uh, that play in. I mean, there's no question that the last two and a half years of dealing with uh, the COVID pandemic and all the restrictions from it have been absolutely devastating for young people. Uh, they have borne much of the brunt uh, of the impact. And so you add that into some of the longer-term issues that we've been seeing with young people and mental health, and unfortunately, it is not shocking that this is uh, becoming an even bigger and bigger problem. Have you in your career... Um I'm not talking now, so we don't want anybody who you're teaching now to think we're pointing at, at their reality. But have you in your career um, noticed kids that you were concerned about that maybe you talked to parents, their parents about? In, in other words, has it, has, it, has it come to your desk? Oh, it's certainly something that, uh, uh, that, I've, uh, that I've seen. I mean, and I think virtually every teacher who's listening will say yes. I mean, they have certainly seen uh, students that uh, that are suffering from mental health challenges, and that it plays out in so many different ways. I mean, one of the most obvious is, is school avoidance, is simply not coming to class. And it's not, in many cases, students aren't coming to class. It's not because they're choosing to just to skip. In many cases, they really are having mental health struggles. And, you know, we see it in terms of just overall demeanor. We see it in terms of disengagement. And, uh, that, uh, when, when, and especially when a young person has that sense of hopelessness, where they think that things aren't going to get better, uh, that's when you see the most profound impact. And I don't think there's, a, there's any teacher listening who, would, uh, who wouldn't uh, say that, yes, they've, of course they've seen uh, the negative impacts of, uh, of young people struggling with mental health. Hmm. So I had a conversation yesterday when we were working on this particular segment, and thank you for joining us. Michael, um, I had a conversation with, about this, and the person I was talking to said that he believes the problem. This is a well-known person in Canada. I'm not going to identify him because I don't have the okay, and this is kind of he'll probably get criticized for his point of view. But he said when he went to school, there was more structure, there was a dress code, there were expectations. If you were late, there was going to be consequence. If you didn't do your work, there was consequence. You didn't, uh, there were no, no zero policies. There were expectations and the structure in the school system helped the kids understand why they were there and gave them something to work forward from. 
Is there any validity to that or is this fellow I talked to just, you know, wasting our time? Well, there's no question that structure is, is very important. And uh, uh, it becomes even more important to have structure in school when, uh, when students don't have that structure at home. And when you have the breakdown there, school becomes their safe place. And uh, obviously, having a structured school environment where there are clear rules that are being consistently enforced, uh, that, is, uh, that has a positive impact on young people. And again, you know, we don't want to oversimplify. Obviously, there's far more to this than not having structure in school uh, and, and the standards being lower. Uh, but I think there's no doubt that at a bare minimum, that having a structured, safe environment that's consistent and stable uh, makes a profound difference to young people. And uh, we do need to make sure that there is adequate structure and support within school. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting that that is the way, the only thing. It was just the contribution from the person I was talking to. And I think when you deal with a emotionally charged issue such as this, and this is, this is an, an emergent situation, clearly, uh, people want to pick up a dart and throw it at the wall and hope that it sticks. And there's something useful in, that comes out of it. Um, what would you, what would you suggest, Michael, if um, from your perspective to students, uh, if they're feeling depressed? And the next question, of course, I have pops into my mind is, have you had students come to you and say, "Mr. Swagster, I have a problem," and what do you do if they do? Well, I mean, if, if students are struggling, and I mean, what I would say to any, any, any young person who's listening right now is talk to a safe, trusted adult, uh, whether that's a parent or a teacher or a youth group leader or even an employer, uh, an adult who's in a responsible position. Uh, that is, a, you know, absolutely, and there are helplines that, that you can call as well. Uh, and uh, certainly, you know, I've had students that have, uh, that have said that, you know, that they're you know, struggling with various things, and, and they're not always direct about it. I mean, they're not always going to say, you know, this is, you know, I'm specifically dealing with a mental health problem right now, but they'll share a whole bunch of other things that make it obvious that they're having significant mental health challenges. And, and th- the good news is that schools do have supports in place, and this is something you know, there are certain, certain things I've been critical of in, in how where schools have gone. But one thing that's very positive is that we have gotten better at making sure that we have supports in place and that we're, we're able to recognize what some of the signs are. We have guidance counselors and uh, we, have, uh, we have networks in place that can provide support to young people. And so uh, to any young person who's listening, talk to a safe adult. And, uh, and uh, so, yes, it, this is, it, it, schools do have a key role to play here. Is it girls more than boys, or boys more more than girls? No, I, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would generalize it one way or the other. I mean, I, I, I it's an issue in both. I mean, the issues aren't always the same. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I, I don't think it's unique to one group. I really do. You know, I think that I, I, I see it in both, and uh, I think we need to be uh, aware of the struggles that both boys and girls face. If you want to hear more. Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.